Hi, I'm Nyla Boodoo, and welcome to Axios Recap, where we dig into one big story. It's Monday, October 11th, and today we're focused on heart disease. Even before the pandemic, women younger than 55 who checked into an ER with chest pain waited 10 minutes longer to be seen than young men. Here's another shocking statistic. Within five years of a heart attack, nearly half of women will die. That's compared to 36% of men, according to the American Heart Association. And now, researchers are discovering a strong link between psychological stress and heart disease, concerning cardiologists who are seeing an increase in stress among women during the pandemic. In a moment, Marisa Fernandez on how heart disease disproportionately impacts women and how the pandemic has made this all worse. And we're joined now by Axios healthcare reporter Marisa Fernandez, who's been reporting on the pandemic's impact on heart disease in women. Hi, Marisa. Hello. Marisa, I think we should first point out that diagnosing women with heart conditions was a problem even before the pandemic. Can you tell us why? Despite a lot of biological performances that we've had uh, in terms of women's heart health research, there's still a lot of issues. And a lot of it is, you know, either systemic or actual diagnoses problems. So sometimes when women come into the emergency room, they're not necessarily feeling heard, even if they do have chest pains. There's a lot of studies out there before the pandemic that have shown that women do not necessarily get treated right away as um, as quick as men. Um, and then there's also the other component where women tend to have heart disease that isn't in some of the main arteries. And so that part of it is overlooked in terms of the diagnoses and also the scanning. And so are you saying that the way that we diagnose heart disease has tended to be towards how men have heart attacks, for example? Absolutely, yes. There's a key component to when we scan heart uh, and chests, and a lot of it has to do with the symptoms that men experience, which are those typical heart attack symptoms that you would know, right? Massive chest pains, fainting, feeling like your shoulder or your back is in in a lot of pain. Women tend to have uh, more mild, or I wouldn't say necessarily more mild, they're not as easy to spot. So sometimes women have fatigue for more than in three days. Sometimes there's a jaw pain. Sometimes there's vomiting or nausea. Sometimes you feel extremely lightheaded. Those are signs that doctors need to look out for. And unfortunately, a lot of our research has only been catered toward men when it comes to diagnosing. And also the previously said, which is in terms of chest scans and just looking for blockages in general. I was stunned by one fact that you had in your reporting, which is that within five years of a heart attack, nearly half of women will die compared to about a third or 36 percent of men. That's according to the American Heart Association. Why is that happening? I was stunned as as much as you were. That was a huge statistic that cardiologists had been pointing out to me. Like I said, sometimes heart disease just goes unnoticed. Sometimes women just don't have the symptoms or they're not being asked the right questions in their checkups when it comes to their lifestyle, their habits, how stress really is affecting them. And there's just a lot more factors that go into it. You know, an assessment of mental health status in addition to these risk behaviors is more important than ever. You know, women are already at a higher risk for depressive and anxiety disorders. And like you said uh, previously, 
obviously the current environmental stress has intensified the severity of these disorders for women. And there is a strong association between mental stress and cardiovascular disease. And we're not screening women properly sometimes, or people just aren't asking those questions in doctor's offices. And so young premenopausal women are at a high risk of developing cardiovascular events in response to this mental stress. What are researchers concerned about now, given the stress of the pandemic? Well, cardiologists have told me, like you said, that, you know, women regarding heart health has been a concerning factor before the pandemic, but women disproportionately have been dealing with these issues. And so now it's even more crucial to get women that have a history of heart disease or complications back into the doctor's offices from a more than a year off and then screen the whole new generation of young women who are probably now at risk for a cardiac event down the road because of the pandemic. You know, this isn't, we're not going to see women having more heart attacks than ever next year, but cardiologists have told me that they're extremely concerned about the five, seven year mark down the road when the intervention that could have been done isn't happening right now. And so when we say stress and mental health plays a role in cardiovascular disease, how? Women have a disproportionate amount of pressure that women feel on demanding job schedules and family responsibilities. And these studies have concluded there is a clear connection between psychological stress and heart disease in women compared to men based off of hormonal balances, the way that women intake stress. This has also been proven in um, short-term natural disasters. More women have had um, emerging heart disease in areas where like, there's just been signs of severe exterior stress on a woman compared compared to, you know, we have economic loss, we have job loss, we have balancing the family. And so that emotion and that stress is hard on women physically and emotionally more than when biologically. And we just input stress differently. Marisa, we've said women, we've been talking about women. Are there particular women who are at even greater risk here? Absolutely. So the most concerning thing that Uh, doctors have told me about this is that young women, this emerging bubble that we're seeing is on young premenopausal women because they're not doing checkups as often as older women are in doctor's offices. But also we're talking about women of color and we're talking about women who have previous histories of heart disease in their family. We have family who have history of stroke, history of arrhythmia, chest, like all of these are risk factors that doctors need to flag and make sure that these women get inside the doctor's offices. How does this fit into the larger trend of worsening health in the pandemic? More people have been tracking or they have been polling how they have been more anxious, they've felt more depressive symptoms, but also it's just that people have felt like they've been unhealthier during this time, their social isolation is up, that they've been eating more, they've been exercising less, they've been drinking more, they've been smoking more. And those are just all basic factors that we know are just terrible for our heart health. And so that on top of the psychological stresses that we've all been feeling, women are definitely being told that they need to make sure that they get their doctor's appointments in. Marisa, what are you watching for next? What people have told me they're excited about is the more collaborative piece that telehealth and 
women have felt in the pandemic. They're going to more focus groups. They're going to more groups with their doctors to talk about how the pandemic has made them more stressed and how they need to relieve that. It's still not mainstream, but more and more cardiologists are specializing in women's health. Hospitals and research centers that are dedicated towards women's health. Finding local and even finding a specialist that doesn't, you know, just discount your concerns and just makes you feel heard. Clinical trials that are getting re-upped before the pandemic to help women figure out what the best medications are to take for these types of symptoms that they're feeling. You know, I think one of the number one things that cardiologists have told me is during this time, like nobody wants to feel like they're crazy or that they are discounted from their feelings or like their emotional behaviors or that something that they're doing isn't normal. And they just want to make sure that their patients feel heard, that they can get to the bottom of their symptoms, even if it isn't something that they think it is. It's going to be particularly important to study whether this exposure to chronic mental stress for a period of time, these effects have only been studied short term under this acute stress. And so a lot of people are making sure that they want to see what actually is happening over a longer period of time. Maurice has got so much more about this in her reporting. I'll tweet out a link so you can read her story. Axios Healthcare reporter Marisa Fernandez. Thank you, Marisa. Thank you so much. Welcome back. Here's what we're watching today. The housing shortage across the country is making it harder for resettlement groups to find housing for Afghan refugees. We zoom in on one city, Des Moines, with Axios's Lynn Ta. And you can hear lots more about that tomorrow on our morning podcast, Axios Today. And we're done. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we're back tomorrow with another Axios Recap.